stomach empty? Are politicians and petty officials stealing your hard-earned money? Are the streets lawless, violent and dirty? Do death and disease lurk around every corner? You can be forgiven if you think your situation is hopeless. If you think you and your country are forever destined to be plagued by corruption, injustice, war and poverty. But what you cannot be forgiven for is not doing something about it. For rest assured, change is possible. And it starts here. And it starts with you. Welcome to Third World Soul. Now, what are rules? Rules are what we can't do, what we can do, but even in terms of what we can do, how much and in which way we can do whatever it is we are allowed to. There's a more interesting question. When do we need rules? And here's the answer. We need rules when there's nothing else stopping an individual, denying another individual's rights. All right. So let's take the case of a fully stocked fridge. All right. So let's first place our fully stocked abundant fridge of plenty in a happy household. Now here, the individual in this happy household doesn't take more than their fair share out of love, out of fealty for their family. Yeah. All right. So that's situation number one. All right. Situation number two. Now let's place this fridge of plenty in a shared house where the individual lives with housemates. Now here, forget about love, forget about fealty, forget about the fact that you might like the others here if you take what is not yours in a small place like that over time you're bound to be found out and you're going to get kicked out of your accommodation so that's situation two situation one was you do it out of this love for others situation two is well you're going to get found out so you better not take what's not yours. Right. Now, let's take our fridge of plenty and place it in the cafeteria of a large impersonal corporation. And to start off, let's leave aside surveillance, CCTV and any kind of way that your behavior can be monitored. Now here, you don't know anyone else. And therefore, you don't care about anyone else. Now, what is going to stop you from hoarding, stealing, nicking, pinching any of the goodies? Now, here is where we need a set of rules. Something like each person can only take X amount of goodies per day. See, the village is, if you want to be idyllic, Situation number one, you love your fellow villagers and therefore you won't do anything which harms their best interest. More likely, 
it's situation number two you don't want to do anything which harms their best interest because they're gonna soon find out and you're gonna be ostracized and in a village setting if you're ostracized if you can't reap what has been sown if you are a pariah well you're gonna starve and other villagers are not gonna allow you in it's basically a death sentence so that's a little introduction into how things work for an individual in the context of a village all right so let's move to part 2 and i've got to fuse these things into a understanding of the third world all right now it's a very simplistic thing to believe that morality is black and white good versus bad actually what we have is a moral profile and our moral profile is made up of these things called values and you got to think of these things called values as little compasses it's not one big compass that makes moral people good and immoral people bad it's little, little, little compasses yeah and each of these compasses tells us what's right or wrong in specific situation yeah so here's an example if you have in your moral profile a compass that says littering is bad well you know you swig a bottle of coke in the park and you've got this empty plastic bottle in your hands and this moral compass tells you all right we can't just chuck this on the side and move on we've got to find a bin and if we can't we've got to take it home and dispose of it and the key to this is that a compass one of those little moral compasses is a force from within now if you don't have the littering is bad compass well you just do whatever is immediately advantageous and convenient to you just chuck it on the side of the road that's an important point to remember as well right the absence of a value is as important for behavior and outcomes societally and systemically as the presence of a value because in the absence of a value we do what's immediately obvious in our best interest all right so let's we've got this understanding of values in mind right now in cities most people most of the time come into contact with people they don't know they have no relationship with and what we've got to also keep in mind is that forget about coming into contact with people our behavior can affect people who we never will come into contact and because we can't be expected to have any kind of liking fealty affinity affection to the people we come into contact with and since they can't really affect directly our outcomes it follows that 
we need a system of rules to make sure that we don't do what's best in our petty short-term interests and infringe, step on the toes of those who we really don't care about, but who nevertheless are part of society, society writ large. So let's get back to the fridge of plenty in the large corporations cafeteria. So we need in the large corporations cafeteria a rule saying one goodie per person per day, for instance. Yeah. But we need a little bit more than that. In fact, we need much more than that. The rule is easy to come up with. What's probably invisible, what's harder to discern from the social system is we need a value to make people follow this rule. Yeah. So you can say one goodie per person per day. Yeah, but how are we going to make people follow this rule? Yeah, now a comeback is, yeah, but you say, you know, you can say with surveillance, got some CCTVs near the fridge and the threat of punishment. We can make the average person follow the rule. Sure. Yeah, but here's the thing. Firstly, that's way more costly. Because someone's got to monitor sometimes in certain social systems, millions of acts a day, millions of incidences of behavior. And secondly, and more crucially, it's just practically not feasible to monitor every instance of behavior. You can't have a cop every 50 meters. It's just not going to happen. It can't happen. All right. So back to the village. Now. The village didn't need rules. Why? Because what it had was either fealty, either this goodwill towards other villagers, or more likely, this understanding that we can't get ostracized, we are going to get caught, and ostracism is death. So if the village didn't need rules, why would it need a value? Why would it inculcate a value in villagers saying you must follow the rules? That's like saying there is no littering. However, we have inculcated or we seek to inculcate a value saying do not litter. Well, that's a little superfluous, right? It's not necessary. If the rules don't exist and they're not needed, then why are we trying to inculcate? Why are we trying to instill? Why are we trying to install in the average villager the need to follow value? If littering weren't a thing, if littering or even if littering weren't bad, then why are we trying to make this a little moral compass in the moral profile of an individual? Now, it's a bit of a mouthful of a term, but when people when an individual has the value to follow the rules out of sort of a moral urge when the compass is instilled, we can call that value-driven rule abidance. You're doing, you're following the rules, not because, you know, the threat of punishment pursuant to surveillance, but you're following the rules because it's in your conscience. But regardless 
of the labels the truth is villages don't have that because the village never needed to implant that in the conscience of the village and here begins the third world see modern systems are large they are impersonal system no small aside it may be <laughs> true that third world villages have been yanked out of their villages by colonialism and unceremoniously thrust into modern systems and cities nevertheless of how we got here we are here we are not going back to that village it doesn't exist to go back to and left to our own devices because we don't have that particular compass now if you are techies you can say we don't have that plug in or that app left to our own devices we simply cannot follow the rules and what happens when we can't follow the rules firstly we just can't get the most out of social system modern social systems require us to follow the rules at the same time they are impotent to the extent that they can't monitor and enforce every rule breach so traffic education democracy to the humble queue when we don't follow the rules we can't get the best out of these systems we suboptimize these systems and soon the system begins to crumble it implodes the citizens guide to the third world is entirely free to download your copy of the cgtw follow the link given below subscribe to third world soul and don't forget to leave a review please forward the citizens guide to as many fellow citizens as possible especially young children thank you for being a good citizen